In today's episode, we're talking about 10 mental tricks that the wealthy use on themselves to keep themselves motivated on their way to becoming wealthy. So let's find out what they are. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm so excited. We're talking about 10 mental tricks or mindset tricks that the wealthy use upon themselves to continue to work, you know, work towards uh, building more wealth and, uh, you know, and to overcome certain obstacles. And I came across this, these 10 ideas, and I thought it was really important to share with yourselves. And so I mean, I thought, okay, why not? Why not do a podcast episode on it? it. So here we are today. So the very first one, so number one would be that the wealthy tell themselves there is no shortage of money, even when they don't have enough. So this is really, really important. Uh, You know, and I know I've done this in my own life. You, you have to, we always talk about, you have to live from the inside out, not from the outside in. If you have lack and scarcity all around you and you let that influence you in terms of the amount of money that's available to you, then you are living in lack and scarcity. Remember, if you're, you know, energy flows, your focus goes. If you're focused on lack and scarcity, that's what you're going to manifest more of in your life. So the idea is to flip that around and go from the inside out. And you need to understand how everything is abundant. There's abundance all around you. And nature knows no uh, lack and scarcity. You know, any piece of land, any place that you get, you know, grass grows and weeds grow and wildfire, you know, also, you know, wildlife comes on to insects, whatever, come on along to, you know, to occupy it. So nature is always, always extravagant. And there's abundance everywhere. And if you really tune in to the, to the idea of what universal energy is, well, it's abundant, right? There, there is no lack and scarcity in the universal energy. Divine energy does not know lack and scarcity. So if you're getting all your energy, your creative power from, from divine source energy, then there is no lack and scarcity. There is just lots of lots of money and there's loads of abundance all around you. So when you think from that angle, when you're thinking that there is no scarcity, there's oh, there's always abundance and how universe is abundant and device energy is abundant. There is always money and abundance around you. You just have to figure out a way or allow universe to you know, bring the abundance to you and leave your channels open to receiving. What happens most of the time? that we are so stuck in our current circumstances, we are so focused on what's happening in a physical environment, we don't even look upon opportunities or the doors that have been made open to us through the universe, you know, with people around us or through opportunities around us, because we're too focused on the one door, on the one place where the doors are closed and one is no longer available. So this is uh, something that is a mindset thing, a hack or mindset trick. You have to tell yourself and really actually believe that there is no shortage of money. Money is all around you. You just have to figure out a way 
um, of attracting it to yourself and making sure that you are leaving your channels open to receiving money from all channels, you know, it could be unexpected ones and unexpected ones are the best ones because you don't know how they're going to come. And you can even play these games that sometimes I play with myself. I'm thinking, well, hmm, I wonder, I mean, I'm curious about where this money is going to come from. I'm curious about where universal energy will, you know, will open the door, how the money will come to me. And in the process of being curious, you allow yourself to be open to receiving unexpected abundance from unexpected sources. Okay? Very important. Um, number one, uh, that's number one uh, mindset trick or hack, whatever you want to call it. Number two. Um, number two is they think of money as a game. So I, I always talk about, um, you know, treat money as your best friend, but you can always treat it as a game too. So it's not, you know, whether, you know, if I take some and you have less, it's okay. So how can I make money and for you to have more, you know, by the time I've finished as well. So you need to have more value. I need to have more value. And how can we exchange so that we both end up with more value than we started with? And so game and money is a game that you play and you, you know, and you play with people and, but you don't play so that one person loses. You, you play in a way that everyone wins. Everyone gets something that they want. And sometimes what people want is, you know, more valuable than money. For example, let's use my coaching example. So when people come and come and work with me in my coaching practice, I, and my, my mastermind is at the high end, the high ticket price. When they come in, and it's actually relatively small compared to the results we get. But when people come and work with me, and they want to, uh, you know, they they want they want to manifest 20,000, 30,000, 100,000, 20,000, whatever it is they want to manifest, they, they pay a certain amount of investment, I will say investment, invest in themselves. But then they're able to get a 10x ROI or 20x ROI as high as 20x ROI as well. And that means that the amount of money paid over to me, they got 10 times or 20 times in value back. Then I'm happy um, receiving the money and they're happy paying the money because we both got value from that transaction. See what I mean? So money can be treated as a game where you are providing value in exchange of money. Oh, you're receiving value in exchange of money. Yeah, seeing, seeing it like that. So that's a really, really important way then to see uh, money as evil and money as corrupt or money as a, as a tool that you have to get or something like that. I think I first see money, the money, when you personify money, I'd like to see money as my best friend. And if you want to see it as anything else, then seeing as a game. Number three. So one of the things that the, the, the rich and the wealthy do is if they set their expectations which would be seen by the ordinary person as unreasonably high. Now, I know for a fact that this is what I do. I do this all the time. Every time I take a quantum leap in my income, I have purposely done that by taking unreasonable expectations um, in terms of the kind of income I did. So I remember the first time I set myself this target, I wasn't making any money. And I said, well, I'm going to make 5000 and when I was close to hitting 5,000, I quadrupled and I said, okay, now I'm going to be making 20,000. But I also set myself certain tasks about the number of hours I wanted to work in my business to earn 20,000 a month. And this happened in relatively very, very short period of time. And then obviously I've set the new target. Now the target I have for myself is really crazy. When I first set it for myself, I thought, oh my God, you know, am I crazy to think that I could do that? And now because I've really um, internalized the idea, it seems like inevitable. It seems like if it, if it doesn't happen in the next few months, it's, it has to happen. It's just such a thing that it's absolutely inevitable. 
I cannot not make that money. It has to happen. It's going to happen. And I don't see it. If it doesn't happen this month, next month, the month after, it'll happen the month after, right? So you have to set these, uh, you know, expectations. And when I shared this goal with my team, um, I promise you, they have, they were hesitant and they were a bit, yo, oh, can we do this? Can we achieve this? Is it possible? And because of my conviction that, yes, of course we can, they now have come around and they too believe that we can do this. We are going to do this and it's going to be achievable. And they've bought into the idea. And now we're working towards this highly, um, this uh, this high target, which previously seemed unreasonable. And this target, if I mentioned it to anyone outside my team, would think, you know, would say that I'm bonkers and that I, that I this unreasonably high. From my standpoint, it's a, it's a stepping stone to the next right, the level that I have. I haven't, I've got it in mind, but it's not something I'm working towards because I want to receive, I want to achieve this one first. And then I, we will start, as soon as we are on target to making this, I'm going to move it up again. And last time I, I 10X'd it, I'm going to do the same. So this time round, I will again 10X the amount. Once we hit this current target, then I will 10X it to the next level. And that's what I found that, I mean, I can easily do a 5X or 2X. In fact, I can do 5X and 2X, why not 10X it? And that's what I've done. And so I'm going to do 10x again the next, next time you jump up. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. And now number four. Number four is these amazing uh, people, the, these uh, these entrepreneurs or these people who are determined to become wealthy, they block out their fear. Now, I don't, don't necessarily believe that you can achieve anything without taking risks. And if there are risks involved, there will be fear. So it's not that you're not afraid of something. It's the fact that you do the task in spite of the fear. So you have the courage to take action in spite of the fear. So what would happen is you would, uh, you know, for example, when you're starting a new business, you know there are risks involved in the business, you know there are issues involved in the business and things would go sour, things can go wrong, but you take the risk anyway, you take the action anyway. And this is what, um, you know, true entrepreneurs do. If you want to become wealthy, then you have to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a business owner. And therefore, as an, as an entrepreneur, you have to take calculated risks, but you have to just, you know, put your fear to one side. So the way I've done this in the past is I put these, I put all my fear around certain situation. I shelve it. I have what was called a shelving, um, you know, strategy. If there's something that I want to, don't want to deal with, I put it on a shelf and say, well, I'm going to put it in this shelf here and I'm going to come back to it two days later, three days later, four days later, a week later. And I do this to a number of things. There's, there's an issue that's bugging me or there's some individual that's bugging me or that's something that has to be done. If I don't want to deal with it right at hand, I put it on a shelf, in my mental in my mental shelf. And I'll say, I'll come back to it. So if there's something that's bugging you, there's something that's bothering you about your work or a business or an idea or a client that you really are afraid of, you can do two things. You can, one, face it head on, or two, if you don't have the energy or you don't, if you've got other more pressing matters in the hand, put it on a shelf and say, I'm going to come back to it in weeks time, but do come back to it in a week's time and deal with it. Don't just leave it hanging because then it becomes uh, more difficult to deal with later on. So get in the habit of uh, you know, put it, um, putting it in, in a shelf and coming back to it. But the idea is that you don't get afraid of your fear. You know, Don't let fear rule you. 
you know you're going to have a certain amount of fear when you go into the unknown. And you need to be prepared for that. That's going to make you very uncomfortable. So you become comfortable being uncomfortable and facing your fears. But you don't have to face all your fears at once. That's what I'm saying. You can actually take your time. So if something's bugging you and you don't have the energy to deal with it, put it on a shelf and say, okay, okay I'm going to deal with this matter in a week's time, in two days' time, or in three days' time. And then in three days' time, block out time and then deal with whatever issue that you have at hand that's, you know, that's driving you crazy. But overall, you do actually block out your fear. You have to block out your fear because if you let fear rule you, you'll be in a stress mode, which means your cortisol levels will be really high. That means you will not have access to your higher faculties to make decisions in the best way possible for you and your business um, in the optimum way. The only way that you can make great decisions is to have your cortisol level low, you're not in stress mode, you're relaxed, and you're able to think clearly to make honest and pragmatic decisions. And this is my advice to you, okay? So that's number four. Number five is they personify money and see it as friend. I love this one because this is the one that I do. This is the one that I teach you, right? I tell people this time and time and time and time again that you put, you know, we do this, call, we call, I call this the money avatar. So I teach this specifically how to do this in our workshops, our two-day workshops and our five-day workshops. There's always a time allocated to actually making you know to coming up with our money avatar and this is when we personify money and then we start treating money as our best friend i cannot stress how important this is and how useful this is and if you don't know how to do it we've done a number of podcasts on this too look back in the history and look at the podcast we've done uh, for this uh, which is under you know person uh, you know making um, making your creating your money avatar something on those lines but this is a really 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 powerful tool uh, the next one is and then, you know, the number six is they tell themselves that getting rich is natural. Now, I when I look back in my life, there was never a doubt. Like I can't ever think a moment in my time in my life. And it doesn't matter. This is the time when I had nothing as well growing up. I always knew I was going to be rich. It was not being rich was just not normal for me. I didn't think that, you know, that I would never be rich. I just knew I'm going to be. It had to be. There was no other way because I just thought it was so natural for me to reach, be rich. It's natural for me to study. It's natural for me to go and do well. And then it's natural, be natural for me to, you know, become a great money manager and then become wealthy and become rich. So if you believe it's absolutely inevitable for you to become rich, I promise you, you will become rich because... Failure is not an option. It's just not an option. You may find um, 9,999 ways to not become rich like, you know, Thomas Anderson did. But, you know, you will always, you know, find a way that one way and you will become wealthy. So this is, I'm not saying that you should go gamble or something, but, you know, when it comes to having a successful business and doing certain things. Now, in my life, I've found uh, success through various endeavors. Some projects worked, some projects didn't work. Some, some, (laughs) some companies worked, some companies didn't work. And I got open to quite a few. But I found a way and by, I mean, I still still don't think I'm wealthy at this moment in time, but that's because I'm judging against my my understanding and my criteria for being wealthy. By the average um, person's uh, ideas, I'm, I am wealthy. I have multiple properties. I have high income, both my children are in good schools. I have a light, I live in a really nice house. I have a nice car. By most people's standards, I would be wealthy. 
Now, by my standards, I'm not. I'm just comfortable. But then that's my standards, right? That's my my way of thinking. So uh, for, for this reason, I think, you, you know, you have to believe that becoming rich or becoming wealthy is just natural progression of life. As you go through life, as you develop through life, as you, as you prosper, as you develop yourself, you will become rich, you will become wealthy. And this is an idea that you need to internalize before you do become wealthy. Because unless you think it's natural for you to be um, wealthy, you will never be wealthy. You you may have some money, your money may come to you, but then you, you lose it because it's not natural for you to have money. It's not natural for you to be wealthy. But when it becomes normal and natural for you to be wealthy and rich, you find not only do you create, make and have money, but you're able to allow your money to grow for you and you become extremely wealthy. Right. So that's number six. Now, number seven, they tell themselves all the time they deserve to be rich. I cannot stress how important this is. One of the biggest issues that I deal with in my practice, uh, in my mindset um, work is as a mindset coach is people have these hidden issues in you know these these um blocks inside in in the in the energy field that makes them believe subconsciously that they don't deserve to be wealthy they don't have you know they're not worthy of being wealthy so if you do not believe or that you deserved if you don't believe that you deserve to be wealthy you will not allow yourself to be wealthy so you need to, I mean, this is people say, oh, yeah, people, you know, we can just say, oh, I'm, I'm wealthy and, you know, and, and and just say I'm wealthy and believe it. And eventually you will believe it. To some extent, that may be true. But I promise you, if you do not work on your internal issues, which are which is causing the low self-esteem and, and causing to have low self-worth, unless you do internal work on that, you, you know, you're repeating like a parrot, I deserve to be wealthy, I deserve to be wealthy is going to have little effect on your actual energy. So this is something that they do, the rich do tell themselves, they they tell themselves they deserve to be wealthy. And this is one of the things I help my clients the most is for them to truly feel that they they deserve to be wealthy. Not just say that they are, you know, just tell themselves and say that they uh, deserve to be wealthy, but for for them to actually feel, truly feel that they deserve to be wealthy. And when people begin to feel that they deserve to be wealthy, Guess what? Wealth turns up in the 3D world too. Well, I hope you enjoy these seven uh, mindset, these seven mindset um, uh, strategies or mindset tricks or mindset hacks, you can call them, that the rich and the wealthy tell themselves and to become more wealthy and to work on their wealth mindset. Well, until the next time you meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.